everybody, and welcome to your Sunday Psychics with Rebecca Fisk and Stephanie Gerard. Hope you've had a great week. Hey, Stephanie, how are you today? <laughs> I'm doing great, Rebecca. How are you? I'm doing really well. I had a fun adventure this weekend that I will tell you all about in just a minute. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, and uh, so just before we get started, I want to give a little shout-out to Garrett, our producer, and uh, the man Yay. behind the scenes who screens our calls, and, and uh, so Garrett, want to say hi. Thank you so much for being here with us tonight. Thank Hello. you, thank you. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I love the opening oh, music, too. I always dance in my chair. I know, do, I'm always sitting in my chair, too. It's <laughs> um, funny. I know. And thank you, Garrett, because Garrett did that as well. Um, okay. So, gosh, where to start? Um, well, first of all, why not? Um, thank you for joining us tonight. If you're new to our show uh, and you've called in and you want to ask a question, I think you press star. Is it? No, you press one on your keypad, and that will put you in the, key, in the uh, call queue. And uh, then you'll get to talk to Garrett, and he'll screen your call. Um, the way that we do the format of this show is uh, Stephanie and I kind of chat. We're, we're good friends, and, and, you know, we have our busy weeks, and then we get on the show in the first few minutes. We kind of spend catching up and talking a little bit about uh, how the energy is moving in our worlds and with our clients, and uh, Stephanie talks a bit about her theta healing and, and some of the work that she does. And um, so we do that, and then Stephanie leads a meditation, and then we will be answering your questions. And so what's really cool about this show is that you can ask one question, and we will both answer. So you'll get information uh, from both of us. And uh, so it's, it's kind of a really fun thing. And I have to say that um, it's interesting for Stephanie and me as well, because uh, we take turns being first to answer the question. And I find very often uh, when the question's been asked, I start getting intuitive information. <laughs> and Stephanie will start giving what she's getting, and it'll be like I'm reading along in the book. <laughs> so mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's, it's very cool. It's a really great experience for us. So thank you so much for tuning in and giving us this opportunity uh, to do work that we love and, um, and to show up for you and, and to have this experience. So thank you so much for that. Uh, and then also, if you would like to schedule a private session with Stephanie, her website is journeywithstephanie.com. If you would like to set up a private session with me, my website is rebeccafisk.com. And uh, I think that there are links on the show page if you've logged in on your computer. There's actually links that will take you directly to our website. You can also uh, go to our websites and uh, log in basically to become subscribers. I know on my page it says contact, it left your name and your email, uh, and then we'll be keeping you apprised of, of events and specials that are coming up. Um, and then also, if you do decide to book a session with either one of us, or maybe even both of us, which we've done that too, um, mm -hmm. mention that you found us through the show and we offer discounts to our loyal listeners. So, um, we never mention that to anyone outside of this show, and I mean that. I have another show that I do, and I know Stephanie's doing another show as well. And for those who come to visit this show, we, we only mention it on the air here. So just so you know, you guys are kind of in a special group here. Okay. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 
wow is okay. how this week has been. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, my, my description of how this week has been for me is I did not know that I was strapping on the seatbelt of the rocket ship to propel me forward <laughs> in my life. And for those of you who have ever been on the Superman ride at, Spider, at uh, Magic Mountain, I think it's Superman, you know, they strap you into this roller coaster thing. And then I don't know how many G-forces are behind you when they shoot you out of the gate. But you go straight first, and then you go straight up into the air. And oh. then they drop you. Oh. <laughs> so you fall backwards <laughs> to Earth. I'm already nauseous. Back to the station. Oh, I love it. I actually love the exhilaration of it. But, but I have to say that I love it when I get to do it because I'm choosing to. <laughs> oh, uh, well, yeah, that's different. <laughs> Yeah, and sometimes life is like that. And so it was one of those weeks for me where it was like, wow, okay, let's push through all this stuff. Let's just push through all of it. Uh, so it's been an interesting week. I'm, I'm finding that I'm getting much better at being the detached observer, which I'm kind of proud of myself for because, you know, we're always working mm -hmm. on that. You know, people will say, well, why should I do meditation? And I always say, well, meditation is about mindlessness and mindfulness. And they say, well, how do you have both? Well, mindlessness is allowing yourself to stop the chatter. And mindfulness is being fully present in the moment. That's what meditation will give you. So when you practice meditation, you actually start to become the detached observer watching you live your life. It doesn't mean you don't have uh, emotions and you know, reactions to things, but it allows you to stay more centered and respond to situations rather than react. So uh, it's been that kind of a week, just some very, uh, very, very intense things going on with people mostly around me, some that affect me, um, but not really things that have happened to me, if you will. Um, but I have, I have a story to tell you, Stephanie, and everybody, obviously, but yeah. I didn't share this with you. So this was really interesting. <laughs> um, so one of the types of readings I do is I talk to people who passed over. And I had a new client, and I'm going to just call her Annie. And Annie uh, was a brand-new client this last week, and she, you know, we kind of had gone through the questions she had, and she said, you know, she said, do I have time left? And I said, yeah, you have a couple minutes left. And she said, well, can I ask about somebody who's passed that I never met? And I said, well, sure. And she said, because she's the mother of one of my good friends. And I said, okay. And I said, well, what's your friend's name? So she told me her friend's name. And I said, and what's the mother's name? And she told me. And immediately I got, information about the personality of this woman and then she started communicating and giving me information for the client for Annie and so what happens when I do these types of readings and it depends you know this happens often anyway but a lot of times I will get a validation through chills in my body so it's like, you know, we'll ask a question and I, and I get an answer and I start to talk about it and I'm getting the chills as I'm relaying the information. So what happened is I started getting the chills as I was relaying information about um, Annie's friend's mom. And then I kept getting the chills over and over and over and over. And what I, I finally realized <laughs> that this friend's mother was actually triggering it. <laughs> Because oh. she thought it was funny. 
because she thought it was funny. She's like, I didn't know I could do this. I didn't know that I could affect energy in the physical realm, even though I'm not there. And, and so she was absolutely delighted and, and, and laughing about it. And I was like, okay, but you have to stop now because I'm getting really cold. The chills just kept coming and coming and coming. And finally, I was like, okay, you got to stop. And so she stopped. She's like, oh, okay. And then she's saying, oh, I'm sorry. And then all of a sudden, like a few seconds later, I started getting these feelings of warmth. (laughs) But it was really funny. And it was like she thought it was the funniest thing. And she's like, wow, I did not know I could do that. So it, it it was really a fun interaction. Um, because she was super excited that she could actually communicate with people who were still in the physical realm. And so she had messages for her, her daughter and, and another loved one. Um, and, and also it was like, it gave me pause to be like, okay, I need to work on this a little bit. <laughs> Talking about being detached, right? But it was really fun. And so that was a new experience for me. So that was really fun. Um, anyway, cool. I'll get... Yeah, so I want to talk to you, Stephanie. I want to find, you know, how has your week been? And then I want to talk about how what I did this weekend because it was super fun and I'm super blessed. But um, how has your week been? <laughs> well, how much time do we have? <laughs> uh, well, let's see. Um, I will say this. So with these energies going on and – that I'm always researching what is going on. <laughs> What's going on? And it's, yes. What is this? And so we are, yeah. we are in a window. So um, we'll extend it out a little further. The end of this month on the 29th, Mercury goes retrograde. And what's really interesting is that it's in the air signs this year. It's in the sign of Gemini. And so what's interesting is that for those who are Gemini, me, um, our ruling planet is Mercury. So I'm curious to see how that will go. But anyway, um, I think it's going to fast forward Gemini's seriously. And so what Mercury retrograde does is, oh, it likes to bring things up that we haven't quite dealt with, or maybe we need to dot a couple of more I's, cross a couple of more T's. And one thing that it does do specifically is, and this is not a bad thing, it brings people forward from our past. And this is usually a time when we do hear from, you know, who knows who, maybe a friend of a sister from the 10th grade or something like that. Anyway, people find us and we just seem to bump into people as well so we have that energy going on and then this past tuesday i think it was the 11th we finally went into new moon energies and i'm completely thrilled about that we were so a week ago we were still experiencing the full moon energies of scorpio it seems like that full moon was just relentless (laughs) And it was a full moon all the way to the new moon, right? And so I was like, what time is it the new moon on the 11th? And it was 11.59 p.m. Pacific time. So it was like before (laughs) lunchtime. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And so this new moon is in the sign of Taurus, which is a female energy. And it's also Earth. It's an Earth sign. So it's grounding. And for me, it was like it helped me to take a deeper, deep breath like, 
okay, I, I think I can start to relax now, I think. So one, one common theme, there was two common themes I ran into this week. And one of them was when we, I don't know about you, Rebecca, when it's time for us to face our own music and just gently learn our own lesson or come into our own awareness. That's what it really was. I found myself dealing with that part of myself of um, saying, I just really didn't want to believe this. I really didn't Mm want to believe that, you know, ABC, whatever the situations or experiences were. And when I'm in those places, I just, I go within and figure out, okay, what is it? What do I need to do for me right now? Do I need to receive a healing? Do I need to ground? So I go through my processes as well. But I found that three times, and I really do believe in the power of three. When something happens three times, it's like the divine, you know, the universe. God is saying, hi, do I have your attention now? Okay, good. Great. (laughs) Yeah. Buckle up. (laughs) So I found myself sitting with myself over past experiences and it was really unkind and unfriendly and I was very uncomfortable I was so uncomfortable it wasn't comfortable I mean it was like oh my god when is this going to be over with and so through the words of one person I go to every now and again for healing her first name is Jordan Jordan is a fabulous millennial healer and you know what's great about these millennials they're like oh it's right there it's just right on the wall what are you talking about it's right there you know and I'm like okay I don't want to do right there I want to go around the bush and feed my story you know I got to feed my story some more so I can like discharge all of this stuff and so I received a very significant piece of advice which was visualize myself sitting at a table with all of the parties involved in whatever type of situation, because there was two very specific situations. She said, just in your mind, sit down with these people and listen or don't listen, but sit there and allow yourself to accept what's coming up for you. And, oh, she said, I'll I'll sit with you on this one, but I want you to do this for yourself. You need to do this for yourself. And, you know, when someone tells you that you, quote, unquote, need to do something, there's a little bit of resistance first. But this time, <laughs> yeah. With you, this oh, time, no. Oh, I know. No, 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 no. No, this Me time here doesn't have. Yeah, yeah. No, neither of us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I was able to accept it this time. I, I found myself simply saying, okay. And she said, and I'm going to give you an affirmation. I'm like, okay, what would that be? And she said, I am 100%. And I said, 100% of what? You know, because in those moments when you're facing yourself, (laughs) it's so uncomfortable. It's like, let me crawl out of my skin, please. She said, no, I am 100%. That is your affirmation. And so during the course of my story that I really wanted to feed and now it's being sorted out on the table. Then we talked about forgiveness. And I'm like, forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was beautiful. And I've been doing that. And 
it is helping me to feel more comfortable. You know, I think all of us have, I call them chapters. All of us have these different chapters in our life where it's like, oh, God, that, oh, that was squishy. I don't want to go back there. That was crunchy. Yet when we sit down with that and we finally sit at this table and are, allow ourselves to sit there and observe, um, there was quite a bit of energy that was able to flow through. And it was pretty fantastic. And it also, you know, we never stop growing. We never stop learning. We never stop ascending. You know, we gather this information around. And it's interesting because in doing that exercise and continuing to say to myself, I am 100%. I am 100%. There's a release that happens. And for me, it's not always known like on this day and this time there was a release. It doesn't work that way with me. It's like I just, it's like I go to sleep one night and I get up the next day and I have this new normal that's already in place for me, except I'm not aware of it yet because I'm going through my, okay, make the, so it's been very empowering. And so, you know, tonight as we do this show, I feel more peaceful. It's like, okay. And what I have been doing from then to the present, which was only five days ago, is you've talked about this before, Rebecca, setting down the electronics go outside in nature, whatever that might look like. Maybe it's a drive. Maybe it's actually getting out and walking. I've been taking a little bit more time for myself each day. And it naturally, and it's just naturally unfolding for me. I don't have to do it. And so that's one thing that I would like to say to everybody. When we're working on ourselves, bringing ourselves into alignment, we do get to a place where whatever it is that we need is simply brought to us. And we take right. action upon that. So that's how my that's how my week has been. And it's been a lot in a good way because it's helped me to release and to evolve and to be here in this moment, you see. And it's also been definitely challenging, but not really bad. And, you know, one of the things, so as a result of our healing, one thing I was able to do was I was in question – um, just regarding a friendship, it's a local friendship, and I thought, well, gosh, you know, I hope everything is okay, and blah, 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 and I'm creating my own stories. Well, then then got to share time with my friend. We'll call her Annabeth, and um, it was really cool. Everything flowed, and everything that I had, my own personal questions of, I hope they're okay, blah, 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 blah. You know, the information poured out of them. Well, this is what's been going on with me, and this is where my thoughts have been, and I've really been staying to myself for these reasons, and it's like, oh, my stories did not apply on any level. So it was humbling, too, and, you know, I, I just, it's the reminder to just let things flow, and it's, I think for all of us, it's hard to just let go and trust and flow, you see, go with oh, the yeah. flow, trust the process, oh, yeah. but I got to be witness this week to myself it, coming into a place of acceptance and allowance, forgiveness. And it's the energies, you know, bringing us up to tonight. They just feel gentler for me, just far gentler. Oh, it's, it's It's been pretty cool. It's been really cool. Yeah. What about you? That's awesome. Well, and I love that you brought up the forgiveness thing because that's always, you know, I have this wonderful book that I love and I've had it for a long time now. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't even know how long. I'm not sure when it was published, but um, 
It's mm-hmm. called Forgiveness, The Greatest mm-hmm. Healer of All. And it's mm-hmm. by Gerald Jampolsky. And it was written a long time ago. And I love it. It's just a wonderful, wonderful little book. Um, let's see. It's from 1999. So I've had it a couple years. <laughs> One or two. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, because this is the other thing. People will say, well, how long have you been doing this stuff? I've been doing this stuff for over 30 years. I've been studying spirituality. I've been honing my practice. I've been doing this for over 30 years. And, and every once in a while, it's like, wow, has it really been that long? And then I pull up this book and it's like, oh, yeah, I guess it has. Because <laughs> I bought this when it was published. So there you go. But anyway, it's this wonderful, wonderful, wonderful book. And it's really practical and it's really helpful. And the page that I have marked right now, has two sayings, one on each, one, you know, one on the left side and one on the right side. So I'm going to read them really quickly, and then I'm going to come back to why I bring this up. So the first one is, the power of love and forgiveness in our lives can produce miracles, which I absolutely believe. And then the other side says, the key word in learning to forgive is the willingness to forgive. And so it's so interesting. You know, I talk a lot about allowing and we talk about surrendering, right? But it's Uh also being willing. So are we willing to surrender and are we willing to allow and are we willing to forgive? Yes. And And so there's always two sides to forgiveness because... You know, I, I had something come up. I, I did a new moon ceremony on Tuesday um, with this wonderful astrologer. She does a shamanic astrology. And uh, her name is Sheridan, and she's awesome, and she's in Colorado. And so she does Zoom uh, new moon ceremonies, which I love because she's in Colorado. Wow. And in California. We get, to, we get to do it together, and it's awesome. And, um, and she's also an aromatherapist and works with the oils from Wisdom of the Earth that I love so much. And so she brings the element of using oils to also help, um, you know, transform and transmute energy and, and heal and all. It's just, it's just a really wonderful grounding kind of an experience. And so um, part of what came up was, you know, what do you want to intend for the new moon? And um, I... I had some intention about forgiveness and about allowing myself to release so that I could come back to the present. Okay, and see, the stuff's coming up. You can hear it in my voice. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. While I sip my honey lemon water. <clears throat> so when we have an issue with something that we are either clearing or we're having trouble speaking up about or maybe it's been a source of pain, you may find that all of a sudden, when your voice was completely clear, <laughs> all of a sudden you need to clear your throat. So I'm moving some energy around this. But anyway, so I felt compelled to look at the forgiveness stuff. And what came up was um, I have a lot of abandonment issues that I've done a lot of work on in this lifetime. And mm-hmm. what came up as I pulled out my forgiveness book was what I have gleaned to be my original source of feelings of abandonment in this physical lifetime. That's what came up. Mm-hmm. To process 
everything around that experience, the, the feelings that I felt, because I felt so heartbroken with what happened in that experience that I wanted to die. Mm. And when I mentioned that to somebody, somebody gave me evidence that she knew that that was my intention, even though I know I didn't put anything into action. Um, but it was really interesting. So I've had some some opportunity to work on the forgiveness component, and of course I'm a big big advocate for you know write letters. You know we want to release these emotions that we hold in our bodies because they don't serve us holding them in. They're messengers. They're giving us information. So what are the emotions trying to tell me? So I wrote a letter and I, I I got into my anger and then I got into my sadness and did my sobbing into the pillow and. And then I took it, the letter, and I, I took it outside immediately, and I tore it up and threw it away, put it in the garbage can outside, and asked for the universe to transmute that energy into light and love for the highest good. And um, I felt a tremendous amount of peace. I know that I still have more work to do because, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm still having some catching happening in my throat. So that, again, <laughs> is my body telling me there's more to clear. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was really a beautiful thing to me. I haven't thought about that source of wounding and sorrow for me in a very long time, years, years. I don't even remember. So it's really interesting to see that my soul, my intention to really heal this stuff at a deep level is coming up and it wants to be healed. So in going into the forgiveness step, it's not only forgiving the other person who you feel has committed the transgression against you. It's also forgiving yourself for participating in the action that allows you to get hurt. And that's a really big one because people think, oh, no, it's that person's fault. They did it. They hurt me. I was the victim. And what I learned is that if I'm willing to own that I made a soul agreement with God to have that experience and that that would somehow be for the highest good, if I get to own that, then what happens is it takes me out of victimhood. I'm now empowered. I get to take responsibility and I get to do with it what I want. It doesn't mean that the actions of the other person were good. It doesn't relieve them of the responsibility of committing a transgression. It doesn't relieve them of karma. But it takes me out of victimhood. And it gives me the opportunity to be empowered in the choice and understand that every lesson that I've, heard, I've had in my life that has hurt like this has given me an opportunity to have more compassion for others. Mm-hmm. And so that was a lot of kind of my processing for you know, releasing, you know, with a new moon ceremony and all of that. Um, <laughs> so it's, it, you know, it's been good. It was, it was really good and I'm grateful. And, and so now I want to talk about fun stuff. <laughs> cool. Well, that we was all a lot, need Rebecca. To have some fun every single day. Oh, I'm sorry, what? I said that was a lot for you. Yes. Oh, good. it was. Thank you. You know, and I'm still, um, Thank you for acknowledging You're welcome. that. It, it really yeah. was. Um, yeah. uh, you might be psychic. <laughs> There's a lot of people I might can't be. tell in my voice if something's really been a lot or not, but you know me and you're psychic, so there you go. Um, anyway, so yes, now let me dance out to the fun stuff. <laughs> okay. Let's do so, it. So um, I went on a road trip this weekend, and it's the first time in over a year that I have gone anywhere other than someplace local. And um, 
you know, it's, um, I went up to Santa Barbara and I love Santa Barbara for a lot of reasons. Um, we always stay at this bed and breakfast that I absolutely love. It was built in the 1890s and, um, it was the very first time I ever had stuffed French toast. The first time I ever went there was like a week or two before I got married. So this is well over 20 years Hmm. ago. And I went with my sister and the breakfast that they served was stuffed French toast. And I didn't even know there was such a thing. Mm. And I believe it was peach stuffed French toast. So it was like peach and cream cheese and all this other stuff and stuffed French toast. And I absolutely loved it. It was like, oh, my gosh, I have to come back to this place. And (laughs) anyway, so every time I go to Santa Barbara, I stay at the same place. And the funny thing is I have yet to have stuffed French toast there again because every time I go, they're not serving it. (laughs) (laughs) But I love the place. And, uh, oh, my gosh, the food is always super yummy. And and they're just – it's just such a a lovely, lovely place. So in the Mm -hmm. past, what they would do is they would have all kinds of cakes sitting out. Like they do a happy hour, but they also do, like, afternoon tea. So they have everything out for teas and for coffees. And then they usually have, like, three or four cakes that they have made on the site um, that are fresh. And those are out. And, of course, now with COVID, they have cookies that are all individually wrapped. And those were delicious as well. I do like the cakes better because I love frosting. But the cookies were good. And, um, and then, of course, my, you know, my companion was able to get a gl- little glass of wine. I, I tell people I don't drink wine. I just whine because uh, I'm allergic <laughs> to white and I don't like red. So, anyway, so my companion was, was able to have a glass of wine. And uh, we went and had, had a late lunch out on the pier. The other thing is that there was a restaurant there that was called um, Enterprise Fish Company. It was mm. there. It's no longer there. They mm. had the best lobster bisque anywhere. And they would serve it with a piece of phyllo dough on the top. So they would put the soup in there, and then they'd stick it in the oven, and they'd bake the phyllo dough right under the top of the carafe. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it was <laughs> so good and I was so looking forward to that and we got there and it's like they're permanently closed no so then we looked for some place with lobster bisque and we couldn't find any place so we ended up going to this restaurant the Santa Barbara Fish Company that's on the pier at the end of the pier mm-hmm. and they had crab bisque in a Ooh. sourdough bowl so I had crab bisque in a sourdough oh bowl and my companion oh my. got the lobster roll sandwich, and oh, my gosh, it was so good. So that's what we did for lunch. And then we waited a bit, and we walked over to um, Mission Ice Cream, and they serve McConnell's ice cream, which is really, really good ice cream. And mm-hmm. so we had ice cream for dinner, and then we went for a really long walk, and that was dessert, if you will. <laughs> and it was wonderful it was just it was everything that I needed because I you know the thing is if you're if you have a couple of days off but you're home you see all the projects that you want to do you see all the little things you haven't done that are on your to-do list and so for me to really really disengage and really get into that place of like peace where nothing is stimulating me to oh you you need to do this or that needs attention or I have to get away from my home you know, and there are a lot of people who don't realize that it's that way for them, but it, it really is. So to get out of town, go someplace beautiful, have some great food, it was awesome. And then this morning, uh, of course, they served breakfast, and that was 
really yummy. Uh, they do homemade granola every day and fresh fruit, and they served a frittata today and a, and a fresh baked croissant, and it was just wonderful. So we did that, and then we went for another really, really long walk, and then we found a local place in town that was kind of a local hangout um, restaurant, and they had Mexican food and American food. So tacos and french fries for lunch. <laughs> and they were, it was it really good. good. Just lovely. And then we walked over and we got McConnell's ice cream again for dessert. And then, of course, it was time to head home so that um, we, I could get home for my show and, and, you know, if they had other responsibilities to get back to as well. So, but it was absolutely wonderful. It was divine. It was just, it was everything that I needed. And um, I'm just really grateful. It's, I feel like we're all kind of getting to have a little bit more normalcy again. I know that things are kind of opening up because the numbers for COVID are going down. Um, it's, it's just nice to kind of be getting back to some of the fun things that we so took for granted before. And I, I don't take it for granted anymore. I like not at all. I'm not really somebody who's taken things for granted much anyway, but um, to be able to mm-hmm. go out and do that was just, I'm so grateful. So, so, so grateful. So mm-hmm. anyway, mm-hmm. so that was, my, that was my lots of fun. Yeah, really fun. <laughs> That's really so. cool. That's super cool. Thank you. Yes. So what have you been doing for fun, Stephanie? Oh, goodness. <laughs> well, you know, here in Alaska, it's very different. It really is. Um, it's like be, we are our own country, you know. We're in between countries. We've got Russia to the west and then Canada to the south, and that's about it. So it's just us. So some of those freedoms we have been able to exercise anyway. Um, And then the city of Anchorage, Friday night, the governor went ahead and agreed along with the Uh, acting mayor, excuse me, not the governor, the acting mayor of Anchorage agreed that we can go ahead and be mask free. So, you know, again, though, some establishments, primarily restaurants, um, still ask that that mask mandate is upheld, you know, respectfully so. So anyway, I've been getting out. My fun thing was, I think everyone knows Jessie. So I had a hair appointment yesterday with sweet Jessie and he and I just had the best time and we laugh and he speaks our language. So we talked about healing things. We talked about, you know, he, he loves to plan out. He is a party planner. So when I go in, he's got everything laid out. This is what we're doing today with your hair. And it's so much fun. And we just have the best time. And then he speaks the language of food. So I brought him a Cinnabon. <laughs> mm, and he, okay. oh, his eyes lit up like, oh, it's Christmas. And I said, you have to take it home and reheat it in the oven. No, none of this microwave stuff. Heat it and eat it. And oh, heat it. He sent pictures the before and after. <laughs> But um, I've been spending, I got to see him, share time with him like that. I have been um, sharing time with my friend Colleen. That's been a lot of fun. And it's random. It's here and there. So I just, you know, in the process of just feeling lighter in general, it's been nicer to get out and about. And that's what I've been doing. 
get out and about. Today I got out and went walking locally here. They had a great big parking lot. And um, the, this time of year, so the bears are awake. <laughs> so yeah. oh, you don't oh, just wow. wander yeah. <laughs> into the woods. Okay. So, and you literally need to have a gun. And the bears actually like bear spray. So it doesn't doesn't help to have bear spray because the bears are like, oh, that's good. Yum, yum, yum. Oh, no. So, oh, yeah. So I tend to stay out of the woods. <laughs> so I go to the big open places. Um, yeah. And, you know, usually they'll leave you alone. They will. But I just prefer to not run into a nice big black bear. A friend of mine, she was at work last week. And she's a nurse at um, the biggest hospital here in the state over here at Providence Hospital. And she all of a sudden these text messages are rolling in and I'm thinking, well, she's at work. What's she doing? Oh, just a bear wandering through the parking lot and trying to crawl up the wall and go up on the roof. And so I, you don't really, I don't have to really do too much to find, find these little pieces of joy, but it's been nice. And I like that the weather's warming up. Our days are 18 hour days. Um, I say 20 hours because the sun comes up and it, the skies start warming up an hour before sunrise and then the st- skies are still light an hour after sunset. So we're at 20 hour wow. days right now. So it's interesting, but it's very pretty and it's soothing and gentle. So another fun thing that I've been doing is going, you know, 10 miles across town, you know, driving from east to west um, to go watch the sunset. The, uh, everyone goes out to the airport. There's two different places to park out there and People here love to watch the airplanes take off because, see, the strip is right next to the water like San Francisco. So when, you know, planes land or take off, they have to get that plane in the air immediately because they're out over the water just like that. So the sunsets are gorgeous, gorgeous over the water. And so just those simple things that mostly just being out in nature, that's been really soothing for me. Yep. So those have been my fun things. It's the little things. It's the real little things. You know, the things that bring us peace. And um, that's really important to me because, as you know, with the work that we do, we still need to have our own outlets. We still need to have those really specific, well, I was going to say both specific and special ways, excuse me, for us to release that. And so going going to sunset, and it's a great big charade here. There's cars parked, you know. Um, all all the way down the hill and down in the midst of the park and all the way out in other areas, you know, past the airport, the little private government roads. But um, it's really cool to see so many people honoring nature. And there's photographers out there with their huge tripods. And um, it's really cool. It's so pretty. It's just wonderful. So those are, these are the things that I've been doing. And these little things bring me joy. And for me, it's the little things are the big things. So that's oh, what yeah. I've been up no, to. I, yeah. That's awesome. And I totally get that. And I know you know that. <laughs> oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So yeah, um, that's wonderful. I, I do have a couple of things coming up that I would like to announce, a couple of different events. So, so Alaska is having their whole life festival. It is the first weekend in August, and it's August 6th, 7th, and 8th. And it's out in Palmer, Alaska. So that is on and it is being held. And then the next thing is, you know, Rebecca, you mentioned you have another radio show outside of this one. And I do as well. And my next show is coming up on 
June 1st or 2nd. It's the first Tuesday of June. And what I'm doing from now to the end of the year is bringing people on the show and more or less interviewing them. Who are these people? What have they been for me or what have I been for them? These are people that I've gone to for help and vice versa. So it's really cool to portray someone new and different each month. So I'm scheduled out almost to the end of the year for this year. So that's, that's, that's quite a lot of fun. That's wonderful. Oh, yeah, awesome. and it brings in a different angle of perspective on everything. And then finally, um, I am... I don't quite have dates secured yet, but I will be having a one-day workshop here in Alaska early September, choosing September mainly because that's after tourism. So the tourists are coming. They will be entering the territory here at the end of the month. And the, yes, the <laughs> okay. cruise ships are coming in as well. So there was debate over this. But I will be holding a one-day workshop on a Saturday. It's looking like the second weekend of September, but dates will be confirmed and announced later. So it will be a fun day. We'll just talk about fun things. I'm actually gathering up topics for, you know, what would people like to learn about. There will definitely be some um, healing going on. There will be other exercises as well. So we'll be doing that on day one. And then day two, we are going to check out to a site that's very special to me. And it's a very special place where I like to do ceremony for Mother Earth, and the, it'll be a fun field trip because it takes about 75 minutes to drive out there, which here is nothing. I mean, <laughs> driving for three hours is nothing, so it's a short drive, <laughs> and we'll head out that way and do, I know, that's like going around the corner, really, but the the nature is beautiful. The scenery is gorgeous. There's some be some beautiful turnouts along the way. And uh, we'll probably go out there and then afterwards go into the tiny town of Wasilla and find a place to have like late breakfast, early lunch. And and then we'll kind of go our separate ways from there. So so that's coming up. So as soon as I have more details, I will certainly be, po you know, posting that on Facebook. And for all the listeners, you can find me at Stephanie Gerard on Facebook. And Rebecca is Rebecca Fisk. Yes. Awesome. That is awesome. I'm excited for you with all of it. Uh, and uh, yes, <laughs> um, that brings to mind that um, for those of you who are in the Bay Area, I will be resuming my visits to the Bay Area uh, probably August or September. There isn't a date confirmed yet, but I will be announcing that um, as that gets uh, firmed up. Um, I have an office in the Bay Area, and I've been, I had been traveling up there every four to six weeks. Uh, before COVID. And so now that things are kind of starting to open up a bit, um, we're trying to get that set on the calendar. And um, and there Beautiful. will also be some events coming up as well. And those are all dates to be determined. Um, so I'll keep you all posted on that as well. Um, that's exciting. I'm super excited for you. Super excited Thank you. for you. And one of these Thank days, you. I'm going to get up there because um, yeah. I have heard about that the sacred spot that you've you know you've told me about, and I eventually would mm -hmm. love to be able to to honor Mother Earth there with you. So that is amazing. Yes, amazing. Yeah, that yeah. would be fun. So it yeah. will happen, and we know this. Okay. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's about that time should we start with our meditation and uh what do you think are you ready i 
I think it's time, and I think we're ready. Yeah, let's do awesome. it. Awesome. Okay. 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 All right. So we're going to go into, once again, a very short meditation. And these meditations that are done each Sunday, this is something that you can do from home as well. I like to teach people this because I feel that we're all here for each other. And it's so nice just to have something simple to remember of, oh, yeah, I can do that for myself. So we're going to stay with this one thing, um, which is the golden sphere or the golden orb. And the reason is there are a lot of strange, crunchy energies on the planet in general. I always say that, but it's more intense at this place in time. So with this particular healing, it helps to transmute all of that. So first of all, let's just take a deep breath in and hold and release. And we're going to take one more deep breath in. And hold and release. Okay, right here, right where we are, just continue to breathe. Feel the peace coming in. And imagine a great big gold balloon in front of you. And now what we're going to do is bring it towards us. And we're going to bring this towards us, around us, so that we have this golden balloon, this golden orb, this golden sphere. We're sitting in the energies of the golden sphere. And now we're going to bring in the golden light. And just simply visualize yourself sitting in the center of this. You can imagine liquid gold you can imagine a golden light bulb but this is an energy that's gently moving and it's moving around us and as it does so it's helping to release all the little energy bugs that are not ours it's releasing all of that energy from us and at the same time this golden light is also filling us back up with the energy of love which once again is the strongest energy on the planet. So allow yourself to feel that energy moving about you. And even if you don't feel energy, just know that it is moving, that it is working for you to support you and to help release and dissolve, transmute all that is not yours. And as that process is going, bring in the energy of love. And the love is coming from the top of this orb, the top of this sphere. It's just gently coming down. This beautiful, soft, pink, gentle light is coming down. And it's wrapping us up in that energy. And it's rehydrating how we're feeling on the inside. It's rehydrating the energies of our hearts. That beautiful energy of love that comes out of the solar plexus. We're going to bring it up top of our head and send it down our legs, our torso, our legs, our calves, our feet. Allow yourself to feel that feeling of love. And with the paler, softer colors 
what this means is that it's closer to the angels it's very close to the divine so this is a nice beautiful pure angelic energy surrounding us wrapping its arms around us holding us while the golden light continues to do its work and again this is something you can do for yourself at any time and go ahead and take another deep breath in and hold and release and as we're releasing we're allowing ourselves to feel the energy of love we are allowing ourselves to feel the protection of that gold and now we're going to take one more deep breath in and hold and release and as we're releasing this we're releasing all that no longer serves us we're releasing any excess energy there we go and as this is happening our energies are being rebalanced and recalibrated and a final deep breath in and hold and release and when you're ready open your eyes and take a nice big drink of water are we back yes i'm back oh good (laughs) garrett's back (laughs) garrett's still with us this is good i'm not eating broccoli in the microphone tonight either Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> that was entertaining. I know it's a fan okay. favorite, but, you know, yeah. <laughs> yes, it, yes, it is. It absolutely is. No doubt. Yeah. No doubt at all. So much fun. All right. So, okay. uh, I think we're you ready. Do you want to take some calls? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. if you're a new caller, um, this is how it kind of works. When the ladies are talking to the uh, first caller who's going to be Georgette, she's calling about love. So, there's a little telegraph for you. Um, I'll be screening calls. I'm only asking for your first name and the topic. I don't want your life story because the ladies don't need that. So, less is more. First name and topic only. And so, welcome to the show, Georgette. You are our first caller. You're live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Wonderful. Thanks, Garrett. Hi, Rebecca and Stephanie. Thanks Hi, Georgette. Hi, there. <laughs> Hi, there. Yeah, so this, is, this is Rebecca. And so what's your question for this evening? How can we help? Okay. Uh, so the question is about a person of interest. And I'm really interested in knowing whether um, he and I will get together in a relationship. Okay. And what is that person's first name? David. Okay, one moment here. Okay, so, I mean, right now you guys are kind of doing a little dance. (laughs) And so, you know, it's like the image that I have is that you're facing each other and you're both walking in a circle looking at each other. And it's it's kind of flirty, it's kind of fun. But neither one of you is really making motions to to make this come together. And, you know, I actually get that... um, I feel like you're more ready for this relationship than he is. And it's one of those things where you know what you want. He's still trying to figure it out. And it's, you know, there's some confusion for him. 
Um, it's not about you, though. The confusion is in his own life. It has nothing to do with you. Mm-hmm. And so the thing is, it's, it's one of those things where he really likes you. He likes being with you. He's comfortable with you. Um, but he's not really sure, like, what is this? And, and he's still trying to figure it out. So mm-hmm. what I'm seeing is, again, seeing this little dance with the two of you, I do see that there's a, a, a potentially a situation where you will kind of say, well, I don't really know what's happening here. So you may actually start pulling away from him, and then he'll go, okay, wait a minute. And then he'll start to realize that, wait, I don't really want her to go. So it's one of those things where, you know, he's comfortable with everything. But you don't oh, know what you have until – until it, yeah, it's not there. Away. I'm in that stage, and, and, yeah. Yes, and, and so the thing is, but it's, it's almost like you have to decide what you want, and then you have to see if he'll follow suit. And, again, you know what you want. You're clear. He's the one who's in the confusion and doesn't yeah. quite know what to do with this. So, you know, my impression about this is be patient. This is the energy that's around both of you right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's almost like, you know, somebody is like, there are people around him going, uh, David, are you paying attention to this? <laughs> um, because other people around him see it. He's, he's just the last one to know because it takes a while for things to kind of click into place for him. So, so that's what I'm getting. Um, anyway, so be patient. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to uh, Stephanie, and I'm sure she'll have something to add. Okay, Rebecca, thank you. All right. Hello and good evening. Hello. So, so everything Rebecca said, yes. So in addition to what she sees for you, the thing that came through to me was past life stuff. We're talking 1700s, 1800s. There was another place in time where there was opportunity for him to be in partnership with you. And in that lifetime, there was this beautiful instant knowingness, like, okay. And then yet at that place in time being challenged by being a little bit too young, but, you know, by those standards back then, young, young man, 13, 14. Anyway, point being, um, he had to go off to go do, I don't want to say that it's war. It was something else to help family elsewhere. And there was a promise made. And yet when he returned, and he was gone for a couple of years, but back then that was not a big deal. That was just understood, you know, that if you go mm-hmm. back and you help family, that it you stay until it's done. And if it means five years, then so be it. So that was the case. And with you being of um, a stronger mindset, uh, especially back then, with the personality that you have at present, it was a little overwhelming and it was it was a lot to ask of you. So when he finally did return, which was two and a half to three years later, you had actually married and you had at least one child, if not two. Anyway, he was heartbroken and disappointment. So this very disappointed. So then in this lifetime, the thing is he sees you, he meets you, he's still waking up to what is this? But he also has this bottom line understanding of, I'm not supposed to let her go. I can't let her go. This is another round. So it requires patience on your part, just like Rebecca said. And there's, it's like you already have said in your mind, I'm going to wait X amount of time. 
And if nothing happens, then okay. If I hear from him, cool, but I I might be elsewhere in a different partnership. So this is a challenge for you in other ways. He's still waking up as the thing. He's still coming around. So continue to do you, do the things that you enjoy, still show up and participate in your life, and share with him more about those fun things that you like to do. Some of those things, he kind of turns his nose at that. So, But you like to make anything fun. It's like popping popcorn and finding a container to put it in is a lot of fun for you. You know how to make a party out of something very simple. So this is something where you're helping him grow, and I'm hearing you laugh. So <laughs> that must be validation. So anyhow, uh, yeah, so anyhow, he will learn to allow himself to relax because, honestly, he's also a little bit uptight. So mm. when, when when you make your natural the normal and you're like, <laughs> he walks in with his suit example only and you're like, let me help you with that. And you take off the tie, take his jacket, take off his shoes and socks. And then you're like, okay, now we can talk. How was your day? It would be, it's going to be that kind of a thing. So be who you are. You know, the word eccentric comes up, but in a fun, playful way, continue to be who you are. That's what draws him in even more so. So that's what I'm seeing for you. Thank you for your call. Thank you very much. That was awesome to both of you. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Georgia. You're so welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. So um, real quick recommendation to listeners. If you get your reading on the air, go back and listen to the replay after the show. Get a pen and paper out and take some notes. You may pick up some new things that you didn't hear before. So just a uh, word to the wise. Next caller is Donna. Donna's calling about love. Donna, you are live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Well, thank you, Garrett. Um, oh, and by the way, I'm from Santa Barbara. I know all the places oh. you're talking about. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> oh, how fun. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, Hi, the red Donna. piano on Sunday's nice, too, outside. They have a piano player, and it's pretty fun. It's on State Street. Just wanted to put that in there. Um, well, anyways, I'm looking for love, and uh, my friend just sent me a link on uh, for Facebook. But I don't know how – am I going to meet someone through that venue, or is it going to be another way, or – you see, or do you see someone coming in for me, uh, a male, please? Okay. Hi, Donna. This is Stephanie. Hi. All right. Stephanie. Hi. Hi. Just so appreciate you calling in tonight. This is what I'm seeing. First and foremost, it's time to go within. And I know you've heard all of this. This is going to sound rote and chewed up. Connect with the energy of the person that you would like to meet. And what that means is think about what would it feel like? What does this feel like when I'm with that person? How do I feel? How do they feel? For you, you like to feel things. Um, You are already very naturally empathic. And this would be a different way for you to look at this, to go about this. So think about what would this feel like? You know, ultimately, you will meet somebody. I mean, there's no doubt about that. Absolutely. Especially with summertime coming up and the weather changes and it's like, you know, the sun shines and everyone feels so much better. Um, This is one component that comes through very strongly for you is take the time. That can even be your meditation. What would this actually feel like? A wonderful. Okay. Continue to do that. The other thing I would suggest 
before I send you to Rebecca, because I know she's going to cover a lot of ground. Um, the other thing I would suggest is doing part of that meditation that we did at the beginning with the golden orb. I, I would suggest bringing that in. Keep your energies clear as much as you can. And I do see you doing that particular venue as far as meeting a guy. And it looks like there might be one or two other places, but I'm seeing you being more selective about how you're putting your energies out there. So the constant, or I should say regular, the regular clearing of your energies would be really good um, just because anytime we're on any technology device, those rays are coming out of all the energies and stuff. So keep that clear. And also, it's not necessary to have to push your energy out there. Set the intention that that right and perfect person will be brought to you. And so when you do that, then connect with that energy as well. Okay? Mm. Yeah, yeah. See, I was thinking the same thing because I'm not really out there looking for anyone um, but my friend sent right. me the link. Ordinarily, I would not have gotten on that dating thing, and I did because she sent it to me. So, Oh, excellent. In- yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Well, let's have Rebecca look at this for you and see what she has. Okay. Wonderful. Okay. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay. Hi, Donna. Hi, Donna. Are Hi. you sad Enterprise Fish Company's gone too? <laughs> On. I'm just kidding. I know. I'm just kidding. Um, okay. We're here to talk about you. Um, okay. So I absolutely get that you are going to start meeting people. And, you know, the thing is, it's. I just have to say that, you know, I want to support what Stephanie already said. For you, it's about going into a deeper level of love for yourself. You are an action-oriented person. And so you're like, well, I have this problem to solve. What do I do? How do I solve it? And I'm going to put all of that into action, and I'm going to solve the problem. And so the thing with love in your life is that it's a, it's a balance with loving yourself and then allowing yourself to receive love. You know, I say this very often. The challenge isn't that we can't find love. It's that we don't allow it to come in. Mm, so interesting. first of all, you need to allow yourself to love you because, you know, I know that you're self-empowered. You feel like, okay, you know you're a good catch. You know that you do all the things that you should be doing. But the, the feeling that I get from you about this is I have crossed all of the T's and I've dotted all the I's, but I want to really encourage you to go into this deeper feeling of receptivity, okay, because it's, it's almost like you're in your head so much about it that you're not opening your heart to it. So, you know, the thing is we have to be living in the vibration of love in order to attract love. Magnets are, you know, we attract like, right? Like attracts like. So if you're vibrating at a certain frequency, you will attract what, what, whatever frequency you're vibrating in, okay? So the more you're in love with your life, and actually feeling the experience of love in your life, regardless of what what that is or how it looks, that self-love component where you feel like, I really love my life, and I love every moment, and I get to be joyful and happy because I choose to be that for myself, that's when that person's going to show up. And there's a piece of you, I can hear you going, but that's frivolous. (laughs) It's not frivolous. I feel like the programming you got, 
when you were growing up is you do things because they need to be done because they're rational and they're common sense and then you'll get to get have what you want but but that you weren't really given a lot of skills about what it is to experience life with with the feelings of joy and happiness and right. so i feel like That's you true. are naturally a joyful person but as far mm. as like love is I almost feel like, you, you know, the environment you grew up in around love was that it was a perfunctory thing. You go through the motions because that's what you do to get done what needs to be done. And so you're kind of on this cusp of really opening yourself up to this new experience of what love could be in your life. But it has to come from you first. So I'm going to say do something that brings you joy every single day, every single day, mm-hmm. at least 30 minutes. If you mm-hmm. can do an hour that's better. But something where you get to feel like, oh, my gosh, this is just for me, and I love it, and it makes me feel so good. The other thing that I want you to start doing is I want you to start doing things for you that you would like a lover to do for you. Okay? So, and, and like, for Valentine's Day, I bought myself, I bought myself roses from Costco. Oh, Costco lovely. doesn't do anything halfway. I had 50 long-stemmed red roses oh, my God. that I bought for oh, myself. That's great. So, <laughs> so I gave away a lot of roses, and I still had more for me, okay? And, I, I mean, I had the best Valentine's Day ever because I was loving me. I, I got the chocolate that I wanted. I took myself out to my favorite breakfast place. I had my beautiful roses. I went for a drive up and down the coast. I did exactly what I wanted to do for me, and it was absolutely the best Valentine's Day ever. So I want you to I start totally doing agree. that for you, okay? So, but I want yeah. you to really let yourself feel the emotions of what that feels like. Okay, be okay. excited about yeah. it. And, and the more that you embrace that, the more you will open up to receiving love in your life. Um, and I would say, yeah, get on the site. Go out, listen to the piano player when the piano player is out in the courtyard there. Go do the things you love to do that bring you joy. And if there are things that have been on the back burner that you've wanted to get to that you love, start going and doing those things. Do those things. Um, I'm taking a songwriting class now after being away from it for over 20 years. It's something that I love, and I haven't given myself permission until recently because I'm loving myself more now. I'm doing the things that fill me up because it's my life to do this for me. I'm not waiting for somebody else to show up to love me. I'm loving myself. And it's in that place I'm meeting people. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Your best relationship is with yourself, right? I mean, that's right. Totally. Well, because you get, yeah. because it, it affects all of your relationships, but yes, you have to start with you. So all of that being said, you know, it would not surprise me at all if you meet somebody in July. Okay. Oh, yeah. So it's very close yeah. for you. I if believe you that. Choose yeah. To step into this. It's like the only barrier, it's like you're standing at the door and somebody said, look, if you just open that door right there, it's right through that door. And you're going, yeah, I kind of want that. But, oh, my gosh, you know, I noticed that the doorway needs to be painted. And um, <laughs> I'm not sure oh. I'm wearing the right clothes. Or I don't know if it's music that I like. And it's like you just have to open the door. There is your perfection right now. Just open the door. Just open the door. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so oh. it's coming, I- and it's really close. So do all of it. 
just embrace the opportunity. And I'm going to give you one more word of wisdom here before I let you go. And that is, this is from my very, very good friend, my friend Uh Peter. I call him my little brother because he's almost 6'5", and I'm 5'3", so I call him my little brother. (laughs) And when I decided to start looking at dating apps and all of that stuff, he said, look, here's the approach. The approach is you might make some new friends. Just go with the intention that you're going to meet some people and you might make some new friends. And he said, one of them might be, or more than one of them, might turn out to be somebody you might actually be interested in. And so the reality is I've made some really good friends. I've met a couple people who went out a couple times and went, this is a really good guy. And I still, some of these guys I still talk to almost every day. And we're not, it's not a love relationship. But, and I'm still continuing to meet guys. I'm dating several right now. I'm still continuing to meet guys who are really cool and really fun. And, you know, yeah, the relationship hasn't materialized yet, but there's some really potential partners here. We'll see. I don't know. But so I'm kind of in the same boat, but it's like, well, what do I want to choose today? <laughs> you know, it, it's fun. So make it about the fun. Yeah. Make it about definitely. the fun. And you got this. And, yeah, keep us posted. Keep us posted. I will. Thanks a okay, lot. Donna, I'm thank happy you for so you. much. Okay. Thank you, Donna. Take good care. Thank you. Have a great night. And our next call is going to be Jacqueline, and she's calling about a relationship. Jacqueline, you are live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. Hi, Rebecca. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi, it's Rebecca. How Hi. can I help you tonight? Yeah, I I have a question about relationship, but I'm really more concerned with um, family more so than a partner. Um, Okay. I mean, all is is relative when you're dealing with family, and and, I have a spouse as well who has to go along sometimes. I just want to, I want to just, I want to ask a question, but I want to make a comment first. Okay. You you talked. You talked about forgiveness earlier on, and yeah. I, I can honestly say I've been really working very hard on forgiving these individuals because I want to live, but I try, but they never feel as though they need to be forgiven for anything. So it's like instead of the growth occurring, it just still seems like it's stagnant. Okay. So, okay. So first of all, I, I want to speak to that. And I have to say, I have to, I have to qualify this and say, I am not a therapist. I have not been trained mm-hmm. in counseling. I'm not trained in psychology, none of this. However, mm-hmm. there are a couple of things that I have either, you know, been given an opportunity to practice or I have read about, including in the book that I was mentioning earlier, um, Forgiveness the, by Gerald Jampolsky. Um, one of the, so, so the first thing that I get is you have to remove the expectation that the dynamics with that person will change because people don't change unless they want to. So if you have an expectation at all that anything's going to be different, letting that go will help free you. That's the first thing. Okay. Okay. The second thing that you can do is, you know, find a place in your home where you can put a chair and face and, and put two chairs facing each other. And there's, you can do this one of two ways. You can ask a friend to sit in, somebody that you trust, that you know will be confidential, 
about whatever the mm-hmm. process is, or you can pretend. Mm-hmm. But what you're going to do is you're going to have the conversation with the person in that chair as if they're the person that you want to forgive or that needs your forgiveness. And you're going to speak what it is that you feel you need to say to them. Okay? Because what a, a really big component in these dynamics is that we feel like we aren't being heard. We don't feel like we can speak up. And then even if we do speak up, we feel like we are not being heard. And the reality is the person who needs to be heard is you. You need to be heard by you, not by that other person. So it's about you releasing it and ultimately forgiving yourself. Even if they are the ones who committed the transgression, there was a part of you that agreed to be in that interaction with them. And so forgiveness Mm. ultimately always comes back to us forgiving ourselves and loving ourselves through it. Our biggest challenge on the planet is learning to love ourselves through everything. So I want to just tell you that I'm praying for you and I am holding a space for you to heal all of this and for you to forgive you because you've always done the best you can. You've shown up to the best of your ability. And it's okay to forgive you and love you all the time, no matter what's come before now. Okay, does this all make sense, Jacqueline? We're going to hope it does. Her call has dropped, so thank you. Hmm. Okay, all right, well, I'll okay. call back. God bless, Jacqueline. Okay. So let's jump to our next caller, and we're going to Stacy, who's calling about a leave of absence. Stacy, you're now live with your Sunday Psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please. How are you doing today? Doing great. Um, and yourself? Uh, not, not that at all. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. <laughs> you're welcome, so welcome. Sir. Yes, so just would like to know, should I do a leave of absence at the end of this month, or should I just wait until June? Because I have to, it's medical. I have to do hammer toe surgery. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, Rebecca, did you want to start? I can start. I can start. So, um, you know, I I immediately got June. Um, part of it's because. <laughs> it's like you like to have fun and it's like you know you have to have the surgery it's going to take long to it's going to take the time it takes to heal and you don't really want to risk it so it's almost like if I can have fun for a few more weeks I'd rather have fun while the weather starts to get better and then if I have to be laid up oh well (laughs) so yeah yeah so so, so it's like because otherwise it's like the whole summer might be shot (laughs) Mm -hmm. so so my impression is wait till June so that you can have some fun first. <laughs> but but I feel like I was you thinking. already know that. <laughs> yes, you know what? Um, yeah. And, and the surgery is going to be really good. It's actually going to be better than you think. And the doctor is going to be like, wow, you're healing from this really quick. And the reason is that your body has been so ready to be aligned appropriately. It's like you've been fighting yourself all this time. And so it's like, you know, it's like you should be used to the pain, but the, the body's still trying to correct it. So when you finally get this corrected, your body's going to be like, 
<sighs> finally, okay, cool, we're good now. So, so the one thing that I want to say to you is because you're going to feel so much better and it is going to heal quickly, but don't overdo it too fast because, you know, you're, it's like you try to do everything right, but if you feel good, you're like, well, but I feel good. <laughs> so this is one of those okay. times where you have to really give yourself permission to heal. Like if he says, don't do anything for four weeks, don't do anything for four weeks, okay? Even if it looks like everything's okay. completely fine, you still have to wait, okay? Because what happens is it may be completely healed on the outside, but the tissue and everything is still healing inside. And, and the other thing is that when, when something goes out of alignment like this, the body gets used to it being out of alignment, even if it's really uncomfortable. And even though your body is going to be really happy to have everything aligned appropriately, all of that stuff on the inside has to still heal completely. And that tissue inside will take a little bit longer. And you won't, you, you, it's like it might not be hurting or anything, but you still have to give it the time. Okay. But yeah, I definitely okay. do June. So, you, so, so enjoy the fun. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and it'll, you'll be through it quickly. You'll be through it really quickly. Anyway, let me uh, let me hand it over to Stephanie. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. You're so welcome. <laughs> well, hello again. And I get June hands down. Um, one of the tools that I use every now and again is the pendulum. And while you were asking your question, it was June. 100% June. And, you know, <laughs> everything Rebecca said, I don't know that I can really add on any more than that, because I love the fact that you're a fun person and you're, you're planning this according to the fun that's about to happen because it's summer. And so you're going to make it work is the thing. So I'm seeing June for sure. It's going to go well overall. And again, like what Rebecca said, pace yourself. It will be important to pace yourself. And you're going to, there is going to be something very cathartic for you post-surgery. And one of the beautiful things is that you're going to come into a different level of awareness about yourself. Because you, you are intuitive. You have your own natural knowingness. And so what's beautiful that I'm seeing is you will be, you'll begin the journey of connecting with that part of you. And that is also what will contribute to you healing a little faster than normal. So it'll be beautiful. You're going to finally connect with one of your many gifts. And anyway, that's what I'm saying for you. So all the best to you with your surgery, and we'll be praying for you for a successful healing. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. I You're really welcome. Appreciate it. All right. Sounds awesome. Perfect. Thank you. You're welcome. You're okay. so welcome. Thank Take you. Care. Okay. Mm -hmm. Bye-bye. Okay. Thank you, Stacy. And our next caller is going to be Rose Maria, Rose Maria, welcome back to the show. Rose is calling about traveling tonight, and you're now live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, Rose Maria. Hi guys, how are you? Doing well. How doing are great. you, Rose Maria? How are you? <laughs> I'm doing good, doing better. A lot of changes. Um, yeah, about traveling. Um, I was supposed to leave tomorrow, but I backed off. So I was wondering if I'm traveling to somewhere or. Next summer, are they coming, a friend's coming here to get me, and then we travel back home, or am I doing it by myself next year? Okay, I'm having a look at this. So, first of all, you know, at the beginning of the show, I shared a little bit about the astrology influences going on. One is Mercury retrograde, and that's coming up very soon, but we're already in the window of the pre-retrograde. So, honestly, it doesn't surprise me that you are 
revisiting. So Mercury retrograde is all about all of the RE words, reviewing, rescheduling, and so forth. So I'm still asking, and, and so understand this too, when we travel in Mercury retrograde, it means we do get to travel again. And it's not, it doesn't, Mercury retrograde is not entirely the kibosh that all of us think it is. It actually does bring opportunity that comes around again. So in using my pendulum, I'm asking, are you going to travel this year or next year or both? You're going to be doing all three. So you may end up taking a short trip. Um, in terms of canceling the trip for tomorrow, it looks like that's going to reschedule in. Don't be surprised if you reschedule it, Macy. Late July, early August. There's still somewhere that you would like to go. It's just for you. It's something that will just be relaxing, refreshing, even if it ends up being a two-day road trip. You know, so you're going to be doing something for yourself this summer. And then the friend or family member that you spoke of for next summer or next year, I also see that happening as well. So during this time, it's one of the messages that comes through for you is connecting with the divine, connecting with God. And uh, this is like a divine intervention for you, actually, where you're being asked to Go deep within and connect with you and release what other people would love for you to do. I want you to do this. Come see me. Come see me. Put all that to the side and go in and ask yourself, what do I need to do for me? Do I need to do just an overnight somewhere just because? Do I need to get on a plane and just fly to the next city, you know, 45 minutes away? Whatever you need to do for you do that but you will be traveling i do see movement around you and i see next year happening as well so on that note let me pass you over to rebecca and let's see what rebecca sees with you thank you okay okay thank you <laughs> well and of course uh, yes <laughs> let me just say yes so, so the first thing that comes up is july i absolutely get that it's july uh and you know part of it too is that there, there are things in front of you that need to kind of be moved to the side before you're going to feel comfortable going. That can mean a lot of different things, okay? But there are things that, that you feel, regardless of, of what the reason is, there are things that you feel require you to, to, to not travel right now, and it feels better for you. So it is kind of that feeling of this isn't the right time, and I'm glad that you're trusting your intuition about that. But there's also things that you want to get done and you almost feel like, let me just spend the time doing this right now because otherwise I'm not going to get to it. So there's a little bit of that as well. Um, right. And so, you know, and I also feel like you, you always trust your intuition. Like when you're traveling, when you're doing any of these kinds of things, you do trust your intuition. I know that you love all of this, um, but it's an interesting thing that I feel like there's been a shift for you um, with your self-confidence. And so, uh, you know, whatever this thing is that happened, it's, I, I feel like there's a part of you that was more self-assured before, and now you're kind of really being more picky and, and choosy, which is a good thing. It's not a bad thing. But there's a piece of you that is feeling like you're not as courageous as you used to be. And I, I want to correct your thinking on that, because really what it's about is you are more discerning now. 
So you are trusting your intuition more, and you're giving yourself permission to trust it and say, you know what, this doesn't feel right. I'm not doing this right now. It doesn't feel good. So I will wait until it feels better, and then I will do it. So I just want to say give yourself kudos for that. And if other people say, oh, you're just scared, and why are you doing that? No, you're trusting your intuition. You know, that guidance is really important, and I always call it our internal GPS, our God positioning system, because we're always getting help from our guides, angels, God, whatever you want to call it. We're always getting help, and it's not for anyone else but us. No one else has to agree with it. So I'm really proud of you that you are actually really listening to this now. So as far as the travel and doing a lot of it and all of that, I get that you are going to continue traveling and that it will become more frequent again, um, especially as you kind of navigate this new version of yourself where you're staying more in touch with what really feels right and what doesn't. So uh, I almost feel like you're kind of reaching into another level of joy in your life and really being present and experiencing things in a way that brings you more happiness and more, more um, I want to say, pleasure in the experiences. So, you know, that's what comes up. Yes, 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 more travel. Uh, and, and it's all good. And, and kudos to you. Cool. Appreciate it. Thanks, guys. <laughs> you are so welcome. Thank you, Rosemary. Have a great night. So, yeah. ladies, we, we have about four minutes left. Um, do you want to try to take one more call real quick, or would you have closing thoughts you'd like to end the night on? You know, I just want to um, put give us each a plug for people who would like to schedule a private session. Uh, Stephanie's website is journeywithstephanie.com. My website is rebeccafisk.com. And um, I think we could talk really fast. Should we try to do one more, Stephanie? <laughs> <laughs> we can do it, and I think we'll have okay. one minute each. <laughs> okay, so okay, really quick, we're welcoming Debbie. She's looking for a general reading, and you're live with your Sunday psychics, Rebecca and Stephanie. Go ahead, please, Debbie. Hello, how are you guys doing? Real quick. Hi, um, I said general initially. Yeah. Hi. Um, yes. I just wanted some clarity. Um, I wanted some clarity around the dream that I had about my uncle. I had it a couple weeks prior okay. to what's, him passing, and it was very what's, similar. What, what's his first name? Joe. Joe. Okay, one second. Anthony, here. Anthony Joseph. Okay, one second here. You know, the main thing is, you know, my impression is that he wanted you to know that he's okay, and he wanted you to know that he knew that this was going to happen. So he just was saying, look, I know this is going to happen. I want you to be prepared. Um, I care about you. I'm happy. This is for the best. It was really just a message to let you know, you know that he knew what was coming. And so that's, that's what I'm getting about why he came to visit you, that it, was, that, that it was just purely to let you know he knew it was coming, he was prepared, it was the right time for him, and he was peaceful about it. So I, I, I get all smiles from him. So let me turn that over to Stephanie as well. And thanks for the question, Debbie. Thank you. Hi, Hi Debbie. The, I, I see what Rebecca sees in addition to that. He's also bringing you the message that there, there will be likely a few more visitations. He's going to bring you more information, and it will just be a natural understanding. It's not going to be words per se, but he's also bringing you the message that you are gifted as well, and this will be something that opens up for you in time should you want this gift. And that's what I get for you. Thank you so much for your call. 
Wow, thank you so much. Is he with my aunt? Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Smiles. All the smiles, time. Smiles, smiles, <laughs> Yeah, all smiles. She, she, passed, she passed on February 7th, 75 days before he passed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah and their service common. is on Tuesday. Their service yeah. is this coming Tuesday, so. Ugh. Well, they're happy, so try to be happy for them. They're good. Yes, they're, they're happy. They're reunited and very happy. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much, Debbie. All the best. Thank you, Debbie. All the best. Thank you so much. Beautiful. Okay, ladies, a minute to make your closing arguments tonight. <laughs> well, thank, well, first of all, thank you, Garrett, and thank you, Stephanie. And, and thank, um, you. thank you, everybody, to, for, who's tuned in and who's listening to the replay. We appreciate all of you so much. Have a great week, and uh, I'll turn it over to Stephanie for the final goodbye. So take care, everyone. Thank you for listening. Join us next Sunday, 7 o'clock p.m., same time, same place. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Have a great week. Have a great week. <laughs> All right. And you too, Rebecca. Take care. And you too, Karen. You too, okay. You, you too, too. Okay. Bye. <laughs> Bye, party people. <laughs>